Welcome to Native Yoga Toddcast. My name is Todd McLaughlin. My goal is to bring inspirational speakers to the mic to give you some upliftment and inspire you. Visit us at nativeyogacenter.com. Let's get started. I'm so happy to have some new tunes. And my friend Bryce Allen, I was seeking, like I thought, we need some new sounds for the podcast. And so I have Bryce Allen here with me today. So if you like those new tunes, <laughs> I'm really excited to give you guys a chance to meet my friend Bryce. Uh, Bryce, how you doing? Hi, Todd. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, I want to just let everybody know that I've known you a really long time. Actually, I think it's yes. probably like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. roundabout. Yeah. True. And uh, I remember having some really fun, classic, just uh, music sessions with oh, you playing sure. guitars in congas. Yep. Yes. And um, then from there, fast forward, you, uh, you blew up. And yeah, I dove in. <laughs> I dove in full, full throttle. I dove into it. Yes. And now you're a full time musician. Yes. Yes. Still all these years later, I'm still, still going. at it. That's yes. amazing, man. Because man, I, I, I think, you know, it's like an independent, you're an independent artist. Truth. I'm thinking that you've seen plenty of people come into the music industry, play music for a while, and then divert elsewhere. Yes, yes, I have. And mm-hmm. now you're you're still trucking along. Still. So that's... <laughs> I know. And we're I, going on like, you know, we're 20-something <laughs> years now. Yep. It's, it's really... Uh, it's really been fulfilling. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Um, just so that all the listeners are hip, go check out on, you know, you can visit Bryce on your website, Bryce yeah, Allen Bryce Band. Band.com. Awesome. Boxelder.com. Nice. Uh, you can be liminal. These are different bands I've been in. Nice. Um, you know, you can go on Spotify and check out Box Elder, Be Liminal, Bryce yeah. Allen Band. Can you were just kind of filling me in a little bit about what the recording experience was like for your most recent track that you put out with Bryce Allen Band? Yes. And you you said that you got where did you get to record it? Oh, uh, we actually recorded the track. It, it's a reggae version of Midnight Rider, and we recorded the track in Miami at Circle House Studios. Nice. And um, I was blessed enough to um, have Inner Circle as the backing band nice. um, for this production. And um, what was that like playing with Inner Circle? Uh, I mean, those guys are oh old school God. reggae so legends. You yeah. know, from our yeah. early friendship, <laughs> yeah. come on, we, yeah. we love reggae, right? <laughs> and you know, I mean, remember those days we'd go down to C.B. Smith Park as young teenagers yeah. before reggae was cool yeah. and became a yeah. cool trend thing. And see we Greg were there Isaacs as young kids and, and uh, you know? who, who, who else do we go down there and see? I remember, uh, remember Shaba Ranks. We saw Shaba yeah. Ranks early. So, yeah. you know, I, you yeah. know, I, it's fun to share this with you because we have mad love for reggae. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was Bob Marley's birthday and, um, the situation just lined up right and it all came together. And I went down to record with these guys and, um, they were just so pro on the sound. And I mean, they're masters, you know, yeah. inner circle is yeah. masters. So yeah. to go in and, and, and get to be a part of, um, the production. And it, it was an honor. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. Uh, Wayne Jobson, who was all, is also a reggae great and a well-known name in the industry produced the, um, produced the track. And it was really a, an uplifting experience for me. How long did it take? Did you guys just go in and bust it out in an hour? Was yeah. It a whole oh yeah. Day no, so it was like or? three days. Yeah. It yeah. was three days. They, oh, they, they wow. flew in from LA, uh, Wayne and his brother, Brian Jobson, such, such, 
talented minds. And, um, and we just, we drove, actually we recorded for two days in Miami in one day, right uh, in Jupiter at Echo Beach Studios, which is nice. my favorite little spot up here on this end. So, um, and then we, you know, we, we moshed it all up together and we actually recorded a couple songs, but uh, Midnight Rider was, was, was the cherry on that Sunday. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's cool. Yeah. Were those guys all super friendly and welcoming uh, so, from, from the musician yeah. side? They, so they were, humbling and they've done yeah. so many great things, you know? So yeah. again, to be in, in their presence was like, I felt like I wasn't worthy you know i was like oh my god this is amazing yeah. and they were just so kind and made the whole experience um you know it was a lot to learn from also you know oh, they were just bet. right there throwing out these these big pro moves and suggestions and stuff and i was just <laughs> trying to soak it up like really oh that's how you do that oh okay i mean right. these guys are successful so anyways in shorts uh yeah, you can find that track on Spotify and, and, and most uh, platforms across the way where you're finding music. And, that, um, that's cool, It's Bryce. a fun track, yes. That's awesome. Do you think that people are born musicians or is that something that anybody can learn? You know, like I have, we have a good friend, Julian Niederhaus. Like yes. he could always draw ever since I've known him. He could draw always. those classic cartoons. Yeah. And, and when I try to go draw something, I just, <laughs> yeah. I think I get to like stick figure. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just not, I just feel right. like I don't have that. Do sure. you think I could learn how yeah. to be an artist yes. if oh, I yeah. practice enough or, and, is, yeah. and with music, do you think that's a born thing or a yeah. learned thing? I like the way that you put it. Um, when we were talking earlier, the nature versus nurture. And, you yeah. know, I guess that's yeah. the battle with a lot of things. You know, I, I always say um, you put in your 10,000 hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of the greats you put in your 10,000 hours. And I think music's one of those things. Um, I think it can be learned. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. even if, I mean, granted, some people are naturals, you know, like, um, and some people are exposed at an early age. So they have a head start, you yeah. know, on, yeah. on understanding how it works. And that was me. You know, I mean, my parents were musicians and my sister was a musician and it was, uh -huh. all, you know, but um, I do think musician can be learned yeah. you know some people yes are born with it more a little bit more or come from it you know yeah. but yeah. i do think it is something that you can work on your craft and get there you know yeah. building yeah. skill by skill and studying it you know especially in the modern day yeah. with you know how we can um look stuff up online and stuff like you know what i mean like there's so much information out there to access that i think um the average Joe has a good shot if he, if he puts in his 10,000 hours. That's you know? so true, Bryce, in terms <laughs> of like, remember like we were like, how do we play this song? You go to a music store, yeah. you'd have to buy the $25 book music book. For one song. That for <laughs> Yeah. And then like, you know, now you just go on to Guitar Tabs app yeah. and everything is mapped out it's for all there. you. All yeah, it doesn't you make you necessarily a great musician right away, but right. it does make, you know, figuring out songs way easier. Yes, you can get to the facts. They're so yeah. accessible in this day yeah. and age and, yeah. and figure out what you're doing. So I guess that's a, a double-edged sword. It's a little bit easier these days. In the old days, we would listen to it for hours, right, until we got it right, you yep. know, and really learn yep. on it. But yep. yeah, it's the information's all out there for us these days. So Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool, Bryce. I hear you. <laughs> I know, right? Um, what, is your, what instrument did your parents play? So, man, very musical, very early age for me. Um, very, very early age for me. My dad was a jazz musician, um, and he played saxophone. Nice. And uh, it was great. He was always playing sax downstairs in the basement. And uh, my, my mom was a singer, and my dad, he also sang. Uh -huh. And my sister played piccolo and flute. So, you know, I always grew up with the music playing yeah. and yeah. going to my sister's recitals and listening to hours of rehearsal. So it was very black on white to me. Hey, if you want to do this, this is what it takes to do this. You, yeah. know, you gotta yeah. play, you gotta, you gotta yeah. put it, you gotta put in the time. Yeah. And um, so it was a good, a good foundation for me early in my life. Obviously at that point they were playing vinyl records. I'm thinking your folks, yeah. what, what were some of the yeah, classic yeah, I mean, records you remember yeah, oh, from oh, childhood man. that you, well, 
You know, I had some time to think about this. And um, I think the first music that really drew me in was being young on the holidays. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm from Massachusetts. Mm. We used to go caroling in the snow. Yeah. You know, and you were with yeah. your family and love, and we'd hear this Christmas music at the holidays, and it was a special time. And it just really, it became supernatural at an mm. early age for mm. me, you know? Mm. To start singing. Yeah, to start yeah. singing, start just, just getting involved yeah. as yeah. a young kid with what everybody else is doing around you, yeah. you know? So, That's a good uh, point. Yeah, but then, you know, my dad, he took it to the next level. And I hear some chorus line and, like, stuff like that that was, like, you know, technically cool. But my dad was, like, Stevie Wonder, Pink yeah. Floyd, you yeah. know, um, yeah. some really cool stuff. Steve Miller Band, you uh -huh. know, that when I was a kid, uh -huh. late 70s, 80s, yeah. it was so invigorating to yeah. hear this stuff. I was yeah. like, wow. And, yeah. um yeah. I don't know if I put Stevie Wonder. I don't know if I said you it. Did. If you did, yeah. Stevie Wonder is worth saying out. twice, so I, I made the, the effort to say it twice. Um, great. And then, um, but then something happened. I turned five, and this is the funny because it's you wouldn't see this knowing me, but I turned five and I saw Kiss for the first ah, time. Ah, Kiss, and yeah, it was on, <laughs> yeah, it was on. Yeah. You know, just the energy transference between the band to the crowd, the crowd back to the band. That level of energy at the time I was young, so I thought the music was like cutting edge, you know, and the the, yeah. the pyrotechnics and the outfit. It was so much larger than life and supernatural yeah. that I was just drawn to it like a fly to the light. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, yeah. I'd like to say I haven't stopped since that moment. Yeah. You know, other kids, were, I was always doing other things as a kid, riding my bike, playing hockey, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. But I spent a lot of time, you know, playing my guitar or even my friends. We had like fake bands before we had real bands. We'd all get together with like, you know. And play on your tennis racket or air, something? Yeah, or? playing the tennis racket. <laughs> drummer would be on the pillows on the bed and we would rock it. That was like our first Kiss tribute band. But we were for real. We'd do it like three times a week. You know, <laughs> right. funny. Who knew I was building? You know, I was building uh, the patterns of my future. Yeah. But um. But yeah. So music at an early age, and I was influenced from my parents and my family. And again, back to our like kind of circling around to our nature verse, um, nurture is that um, it really started with me at a young age, and I was exposed to it early. So I, yep. I think I was. Yep. It came to me maybe a little bit more easier, or yeah, you know, I could understand. That's cool. Yeah. Do um when you're a songwriter, so you write music, mm -hmm. where do you get your inspiration from? Where do you, what's your processes for getting motivated and or get into the right zone? Like you've written a lot of different stuff. Yeah. What's, what's, yep. some, are you able to find, like, have you found a formula? Is it different every time? You know, I mean, y yes and no, but I, I want to say for the most part, you know, uh, unless I'm trying to do something different, uh, my writing is about life and my experiences. What else can I write about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like yeah. the, the old saying, the same thing believed is a lie. Like I can't sing about other stuff I don't truly know about. I can only write about what I am and my experiences. Yeah. So yeah. nine out of 10 things I have written ever is about life experience. Uh, maybe my life experience and my opinion of a message that I can purvey through the vehicle of music, you know, yep. which is a big part of why I'm in the game in the first place. Yeah. Because it's such a vehicle. But, um, you know, once in a while, like there was a song with B-Liminal I wrote called Three Sluts. Okay, way off the metaphysical, spiritual realm of my lyrics normally. 
but it was something fun to just throw up in my hands and say, hey, let's let's just throw it at the wall, something more fun, and I don't care. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Let's see what that feels like. Yeah. Because I have to tell you, I put a lot of passion and thought into my lyrics. And like I said, they are, this is the soundtrack of my life I'm writing, you yeah. know? And at yeah. the end of this one day, when I listen to my songs, I don't just hear the songs, I hear what I was going through, and I remember mm. that. And that's what, again, the magic of music, because it gets me through, it's my thing. Mm. But, um, you know, Again, I just want to say life experiences, you know, yeah. are the thing that really keep me going. Because it's yeah. a therapy, too. Yeah. You're feeling a certain way, and then you're just, like, letting it out and sharing it with people. Yeah. And then if people are picking up on it and mm. giving it back to you, mm. it becomes bigger than music, you yeah. know? And, and that's yeah. that's a that's a transaction I like to live in. That's you know? cool, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in, in yoga, in a method called, or vinyasa yoga, there's this idea that you're coordinating your movement with your breath. Mm-hmm. And so we might start being able to breathe in through the nose, out through the nose, and then we try to lift our arms above our head and actually breathe while the arms are going up. And uh-huh. then when the arms are coming down, you try to breathe out while you're going down. And then sometimes it flips where you're breathing and you're saying, okay, I'm going to make my arms follow my breath as opposed to my breath following my arms. Wow. And you start to go like, which is leading which? Mm-hmm. And I know from the music side, there's an element where as an artist, you're obviously creating the moment in the music, but is there a point where the music takes you over and you almost ride that line in between one one leading the other versus is there like a yeah. is there like moments where you get into your head and you feel like you're trying too hard and are there moments where the music just flows and then you know you how does that work? Yeah. Well <laughs> well it's funny because in my younger days you know, uh, I mean, still sometimes now the music takes you over. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. it, stuff comes out, you go off script and you go a little bit improv and the music does take you over in the moment sometimes. Yeah. It, it can yeah. transcend you to somewhere else, you yeah. know, band yeah. included. You know what I mean? Just everybody, yeah. you know, whether it's like a breakdown, they bring in a little bit of improv going on, mm-hmm. kind of takes you over. Um, but I have to say, <laughs> from all my performances over all my time in the business and everything, I want to say I'm more calculated because mm. I, I've learned to, I'd like to come out and nail it. Yeah. And I like my parts. Um, I'm not afraid to go off script and let the music take me over. But a lot of times I'm coming out from a, a port of tra- a strength and, and well thought out, well fine oiled machine and I'm just delivering it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the older mature Bryce in the, in the last five <laughs> years. You know what I mean? That's just the Bryce Allen band. If anybody caught me in B-Liminal and Box Letter, they would know I, I wasn't there then. Yeah. You know, and a yeah. lot of that was a lot of live. The music takes you over. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, sadly but true, uh, a lot of my music is, is, is work. Some of my, it's not, you know, I have a lot of shifts as opposed to shows these days, which is, I'm not complaining. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. those are the more calculated, yeah. bam, 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 yeah. bam, 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 yeah. bam. I'm in, I'm out, I'm at work, yeah. you know? But yeah. then you catch me at Albacoa Amphitheater and that's a whole nother vibe. Or Guanabana's on one night where it's the whole band and I'm yeah. I'm out of the work element and we're really yeah. doing our thing. Yeah, Those are the nights the music takes you over, yeah. you know? So that's, I guess there's a little bit, maybe yeah. maybe it's the yeah. maybe it's, it's the shift, the shift versus the show vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I show up mm. for the shift like anybody would and you mm-hmm. knock it out. You're ready, yeah. you're prepared, you do your job, you go home. Yeah. But then when you're doing a show, you kind of show yeah. a little more of your soul, you know, because yeah. it's really what you're what you're after. You That's know? interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, Bryce. I know I um I have had the pleasure and the privilege of seeing you play a lot of live shows back in the day. So um yeah. I definitely some things thoughts I'd have was being the lead singer you're obviously kind of like f- leading the band. 
Yeah, front and, man. And you're from the front, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, do you feel like that's a natural role for you or is that something that you've had to, <laughs> you've yeah. had to like cultivate? Yeah, yeah, I had to cultivate that. <laughs> As you know, we were guitar players. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I still remember uh-huh. you showing me stuff on uh-huh. guitar and uh-huh. you know what I mean? I think it was Eyes of the World exactly. I just remember you sitting <laughs> in my van driving down 95 playing it. I'm like, how does he do those bar chords? How does he move his hands like that? I was blown away. Um, I'm a guitar player. And even in the early days of Box Elder, my very first band, I was the guitar player. And after I watched all these guys come in and just not be able to sing even less than me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, man, you got to be at least better than me to sing for the band or else I'm going to sing. Well, I guess I ended up singing because nobody <laughs> really stepped up to the plate that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was an evolution. You know, I remember my first gig in like 94 with no guitar in my hand, just singing, like standing there, like trying to hide mm-hmm. behind the mic, skinny kid. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't have charisma. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I didn't even know if I was hitting the notes back then, but I, I just, I just dove in, Yeah, you know, and yeah. maybe by yeah. like the, you know, fourth or fifth show, I started warming up. I'm like, this is cool. You know, uh-huh. I can do this. Uh-huh. And then, um, I, it made me feel irresponsible at first. Like I need to be, um, I need to be contributing to this music instead of standing here with no instrument. That yeah. was my, that was yeah. my dilemma because yeah. I, I come from the guy in the band. I'm the guy, you know, I come from the guys in the band. So it was hard to step out front and not feel like I was contributing to the music with an instrument yeah. other than my voice. Uh, I was kind of shy. It was kind of weird. But as any 20-year-long uh, plus trail is, the further you go into it, you, mm. the more comfortable you get. So yeah. I've, I've evolved into it. And then I was really comfortable, really, really, really comfortable. And then as I started the Bryce Allen Band, I started with my songs I wrote on simple acoustic and guitar. So I I played it again. So then I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Now I have to sing yeah. on the level of a frontman singer and get this guitar right at the same time. Yeah. That's been a challenge. Yeah. You know, in yeah. time. Yeah. You know, in time yeah. to a click in my head. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, yeah. I am blessed to do it enough <laughs> that I yeah. work that, I work it out. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and the musicians yeah. I play with are top notch and they make, they're there for me to make sure I work it out, you know? Yeah. And um, so, well, yeah, definitely an evolution, you know, learning to just sing out front when, you, when you're when you a guitar player originally, for sure. That's cool, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are the names of your, the musicians you're playing with now? So now in the Bryce Allen band, I have the drummer from Beliminal, mm-hmm. Ryan Weidenfeld. Yeah. New guitar player that hasn't been in the mix, who is amazing, Michael Kerr. Mm. Uh, we actually met him from we were sharing a warehouse together. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And then I have a, a bass player and backup singer, Yasmani, Yasmani Velasquez, and a young guy. And he is an amazing producer, an amazing singer, amazing bass player. On Sundays, he's one of the best guys singing in church. It is such a blessing to work with these guys. Oh, that's I cool. tell you, I come, you know, Todd, I come from our days where, where we write some melodies and some chords on the acoustic and we have fun and it sounds good you know and that's where i come from on these songs and i feel so blessed to have these guys because even though these guys are stoked on my songwriting skills they bring in the parts and the pro playing and the dynamics Mm, you know so you know a three or five chord jam that's just like a a good jam that feels good can be an excellent song when these guys are done coming and exercising yeah you know what i mean so i just feel so blessed for that you know i'm like thanks guys you know what i mean because it really it really means a lot to me that they take a chance on my songwriting skills and they, and they put their, their long earned talent into it, you know? So it's definitely a balance, but I'm very grateful for that. You know, that's awesome. I mean, it, it, I always kind of think of, sometimes I think of the yoga studio, like a a ship out at sea. And, uh, there is that element where 
everyone's got to be pulling their part to get your ship to sail safely mm-hmm. home. I'd imagine with the music and as a, with a, as a band, there's, there's yep. that tight knit yep. feeling of all like, you know, real needing to trust the person, Definitely. but also being willing to put in at the same time. Yep. And that's yep. cool to see that or to hear about that dynamic. Yeah. It's a balance and it's not always easy for the guy. So I give it to him. You know, I probably have, you know, eight nine years on all the guys so they're still young <laughs> yeah. and they're and they're on it they're all delivering yeah. it and i love it you that's know? cool bryce yeah. you know um in yoga there's a lot of diaphragm control mm-hmm. in terms of pranayama breathing exercises and learning how to control a diaphragm and i always hear that people that sing sometimes will take lessons and learn how to control their diaphragm to get better at singing can mm-hmm. you have you ever done that have you where how could you vocalize what do you ever think about that or does it just happen for you? You mean like singing or and like yeah, proper singing? singing? Yeah, singing and so, how do you work your like yeah. lungs in that? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, um, well, before I get to the, to the, when I got to lessons, um, I just started singing, you know, I had yeah. a little bit of an ear yeah. um, and I could sing a, a little bit, just, you know, just general. Cause I grew up like singing a little bit, school plays, little things. I, I had yeah. an idea of singing. But after, and it's funny, again, putting in the 10,000 hours along the early road when I would listen to playbacks and to critique myself, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, when you sing loud over instruments, you can't hear because you're singing flat and, oh, it looks like you could use some breath control over here. So I started trying to get to myself to like a safe plateau, like, you know, a, a good place, just tightening up my loose parts, you know? And yeah. um, again, along the way, I met some great singers that were like, hey, man, you got a cool thing going on, but let me help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. and I would sing a lot as everybody does and even projects their voice from their chest and their throat. Mm-hmm. The true power comes from the diaphragm. Mm-hmm. And so I, I started to learn to sing, you know, from down deep, you know, in the diaphragm and um, really bringing it from there. Yeah. And you have more control down there. Yeah. And uh, I also learned through the years after breathing properly through your diaphragm, there's also desirable tones that I like. Um, through my chest and through my neck. You know, mm-hmm. I like a lot of the, like the reggae yodels, like Bob, it's mm-hmm. all neck, you know, yeah. for me it is at least, uh-huh. you know, and there's really uh-huh. some cool tones that come from the chest. But singing proper, if you wanted to be a singer, I absolutely say, yeah, you have to learn to do it. You got to walk that line. It's like, hey, man, I'm going to go run, you know, a marathon, but I don't know anything about running. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, the, the more you know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um that's so yeah, it, it was definitely a process and I still learn. Like my breathing's better than ever now. Yeah. And um yeah, you know, I just want to say this that with yoga and health and everything, I I think what I, I finally fast forward to today that I can really appreciate about everything, um, because you know I love yoga as well, is is my your body's the instrument. You know, everybody else at the end of the night, they put their cases back in these nice velvet cases and they're safe. Yeah. But you're in, your body is your instrument. You know what I mean? Your body is your temple. Yeah. And, and just for the fast day, like I just told you, I ran this morning and like, yes, I've really been focusing on my breathing and, and taking care of myself, you know, and, uh, and it really helps to me to be the instrument I need to be. Because cool, in my earlier years, I'm not afraid to say I, it might've been more about the party than the music for a little bit, which is mm-hmm. a typical scenario mm-hmm. uh, for a young person traveling the country playing music yep. um and it really feels good to get centered and really be the instrument i need to be through breathing and, and exercise it's nice, great. and diet of course yeah that's what's really cool about getting older 
Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's it. You nailed yeah. it. You, you, you nailed the exact con. That's it. You know, yeah. you know, I ran, I ran my first, uh, you know, uh, I just checked in at halftime in my life so far. I said, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Whoa. It, it's been with little consequence and little care. It's been like out of control, kind of like a young kid feeling invincible. Yeah. And then now, you know, I lost my dad and, you know, we share some mm. traits and some stuff. Mm. And when he passed away, I was like, wow, uh, this is where I'm at. I'm actually, I'm, I'm not immortal. Yeah. I need to stop, start, you know, keeping myself healthy for my kids, my family for the future and be all I can be while I can be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you know, yeah. I, I see friends that are younger than us and they're like, yeah. they look like they're way older. Yeah. You know, it, it can all yeah. go so quick. Yeah. You know, so I really, I really take the time to give back to my health every day before my health takes it back from me when I don't expect it later. Yeah. Man. You know, <laughs> I hear ya. Yeah. I hear ya. I hear ya. Yep. You know, what, one thing uh, that you mentioned family and kids, I, I remember right right after your um, first child was born, actually when, when Ethan was born, you you came over, I have a cr classic picture yeah. of you holding Ethan yeah. you, right after he was born. <laughs> Seems like it was a and second then, ago. And I, I remember mean, when your first child was born and yep. uh, now you have two children. Yep, I do. And, um, you know, how do you, how has having kids helped you in that mature process going from, like you said, kind of like young travel country party, yeah. having fun, playing music yep. to yep. now being a dad and being responsible? Yep. Yeah. How it, has that shifted things? And yeah. I, I'm guessing it's for the better because I see how happy you are oh, definitely. With, with your family. Oh, definitely. <laughs> how, yeah. how excited it's you get. Great. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's definitely more, I'm more on it these days. You know, it's not kind of like this thing. Hey man, let's get in the van. We're going to go play this. It, it's all, it's very calculated <laughs> well thought out yeah um you know the kids keep me on i mean you know taking yeah. care of kids is, is a yeah. big deal yeah. so um uh it, it keeps me driving it drives me just like yeah. everything music yeah. and everything the kids yeah. drive me but you know my schedule is busy and my promotion's on time and i'm like ready to go you know because yeah. yeah. they, they definitely made me step step up my game yeah you know because hear, it, yeah. it takes a lot to be a parent and and it definitely controls my hours a little bit but the music is a nighttime thing mostly so it, it works out i i find the balance you know what what time are you used to be getting up and what time are you getting up these days? Yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, I think I get up now when I used to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Right, I, I think that's pretty pretty fair to say. Yeah, yeah, I pop up at five thirty these days. I go yeah. hard all day. I'm out by what yeah. ten at night. You know, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. on gig days, I wake up uh -huh. early, I go run. Uh -huh. It doesn't matter. Then I go uh -huh. sing. You know, yeah. I'm just yeah. getting it. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, kids, as you know, they change everything. I, it was I was really fortunate to make the transition. I, I've had some people that are musicians that are, they, they don't think they can do it anymore because they have to parent and this and that and yeah some of the cases might be valid but in my case i just i just worked with what i had you know yep. a, a very close person to me said at a trying time bryce you have to work with your strengths we always have to work with our strengths right. or what are we doing mm. and um that made me dive in even deeper yeah you know that's cool, during bryce. those times with yeah. kids and stuff you know yep. mm -hmm. um i've had a I know we've had a quite a few sessions where we get like a really great wind swell and or swell here in Florida. And I'd look over and see you body surfing, body boarding yeah. deep yep. in the bar barrel and getting a killer ride yep. and, and being yep. stoked. Yeah, totally, bro. <laughs> Do you totally. still get out there? Do you still get a chance to get out in the water much? So man, let me tell you, when I had the kids, that's the one thing it was like, um, cause you know, I've, I've been a fish since I've been a kid, always in the water. And when I had the kids, uh, it kind of brought me to a juncture of my time being divided from music and surfing. Yeah. One paid the bills, one didn't. Yeah. So I went, had to be an adult and go with the ones that paid bills. Um, so I stuck to music a lot. It kept me really busy. I couldn't really get away. I kind of raised both of my kids by myself. Their mom was a, you know, a 
career woman who was gone, you know, 10 hours a day. So it really kind of took me out of the water and broke my pattern. Yeah. And I've gone back to it a couple of times, but I'm not satisfied yet. You know what I mean? Like I, I, hear, I, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's one of the slices in my life that's missing for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I will mark my words. I, I'll, I'll be back in the water. <laughs> yeah. It's a process. I will be back in the water. You know, I, I agree, Bryce. I, I've had a similar, similar situation. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing Eddie Vedder talk about how he used to surf a lot before Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. And then there was a juncture in the road of like, what do you want to do? Do you want right. to be a pro musician or do you want to do half and half of both or right and i remember at the time thinking like wow could you give up being in the ocean every day like because when you're really into doing that every day you feel like you just can't ever let that go right the best things ever but i i similarly i feel i feel the same way i think yeah there comes a time where you you have to decide what you're really going to focus on and yeah but but there's that idea that i have that picture out here of the um from Costa Rica where this guy's doing a handstand on a surfboard with his toes touching his head. Oh. He's got a big old beard. And oh I kind of, I kind of keep that there as like my retirement. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like one day, even though I probably won't, you know, hopefully I'll be able to move as good as we did when we were in our twenties. Oh, sure. But I mean, obviously yeah. we hit our eighties and nineties. And I mean, there are some really good examples of people that are in their eighties that are still surfing. Oh yeah. With some uh-huh. serious skill and talent. I know it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. inspiring. Right? Yep. right. I keep telling myself, man, the ocean's going to be there for you. Yep. Just, you yep. know, yeah. You know, walk yep. your walk, get where you're going and then, yep. you know, make the time. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Bryce. Yep. Where, yep. where are you? Like, I don't know how much of like a one year, five year, 10 year guy you are in yeah. terms of like, you know, looking like, what am I going to go for? But yeah. where, where are your aspirations these days in terms of like a five, 10 year strategy? Like, what yeah. do you, do you have a vision yeah. going there? Do you stay totally in the moment? And yeah, don't worry well, about that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Actually, it makes me think, I'm like, Hey man, what is my five year <laughs> yeah. yeah. plan? Sorry man? to bring that up. No, 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 no yeah. I think it's a great perspective and I like talking about that. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I live very in the now, Todd. I, yeah. I really yeah. do. I think yeah. it's been a key to staying young and yeah. it was always something yeah. me and my father talked yeah. about is, uh, you yeah. know, living in the now. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta say that's probably my main game, but you know, if I could just like step back for a little bit, um, I'm going to be an independent artist as long as I can, you know, yeah. and, yeah. um, and again, you know, uh, the health, I mean, I'm going to be training and I'm yeah. going to be running and I'm going yeah. to be doing yoga yeah. and I'm going to be eating whole food diet nice. and I'm going yeah. to be, you know, healthy and staying on this planet as long as I can and trying to, uh, you know, make solid decisions for the, for the times I'm around for my family and, you know, and that's probably what I'm going to do in general. I don't know. I'd like to get into more like broadcasting music, you know Uh what I mean? And Uh selling my music on different platforms and I'm still pushing, you know, for the band. Uh, Unfortunately, we were supposed to have a CD and a live uh, DVD out right now. Mm. Um, I have one more push in me with the band, you know, I'd like to like tour a little bit and, and get this new album out that we're working on. And, uh, you know, that's it. Watch my kids grow up, be happy, live harmoniously. That's cool, Bryce, man. That's a good positive message. I yeah. feel like I, I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. We got this, man. We got this, <laughs> right, bro? We got this. Uh, on that note, that's something I wanted to ask you about because I feel in relation to this last year uh, has been like a real game changer for a lot of people, if not yeah. for the whole globe in terms of the pandemic being shut down, opening back up. We're here in Florida and you made mention earlier when I talked to you the other day that, you know, 
you've been you feel lucky that a lot of the venues here are outdoors mm-hmm. and yes. you know you're you're there's so many like little cool thatch palm huts all over the place out here where, <laughs> where yeah, at yep. the restaurants or whatever yep. uh you know you're able to play outside and and yep. and you were able to work pretty solid all the way through yeah. which is incredible i think i was only right? down for like a month and a half yeah and then i was yeah. back outside yeah. yeah you know which i i i realize we're lucky that we're where we are mm-hmm. in terms of weather Yep. So, um, yeah. I, I do want to express appreciation that I feel privileged yes. and lucky. It to, is a privilege to be here to, now, you know, um, and, but just from like, what's your perspective in terms of the whole music scene and music industry and, and what kind of occur, what is occurring currently in terms of like the pandemic and um, yeah. what, what are some negatives and some positives? What are some yeah. things? Yeah. Well, you know, first, obviously it, it's, you know, uh, greatly uh, repressed everything. Obviously um, I do feel grateful cause I'm like a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm playing locally, you know, around the state, maybe just South Florida. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, like you said, I'm just jumping from tiki bar to tiki bar to tiki bar to tiki bar playing reggae, fun music. It's a no brainer. Yeah. Right. But the bands that are on the bigger tiers than me, um, all over the country, the ones that are actually like touring nationally that, that have a, a larger draw, the next tier up, the next tier up, it's shut down still, you yeah. know, and these are people yeah. with families. Yeah. These are people, even the big dogs, you know what I mean? The boys yeah. are slightly stupid. They got kids. They're sitting around going, dude, I want to play. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. So it's nice to see it. It's starting to filter back in. Yeah. I think it brought the music community together. It invented the popularity of the live stream show. Yeah. Although I have to say, I do feel it got out a little taste. Like people all of a started, they started like playing on music on the computer every day and were like, pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me. It was a little bit, I, you know, I think I did one of those and I jumped out because I just found it. I just, it's not my character to be like, hey, here I am, pay me. That's that's different than music, you know? So I I was a little bit weird about that. But um, I want to say that it was definitely, it was devastating. I mean, Nashville. Mm. Oh my God, everybody mm. makes a living playing music in Nashville. It was shut down. I mean, yeah. this is like an yeah. anomaly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it was definitely a crusher. It scared the heck out of me. It made me question myself. Yeah. The time it happened, I was living in a two bedroom apartment with my kids, paying the rent, yeah. freaking out. It's not yeah. like musicians make a ton of money. I mean, yeah. I work seven days a week, hustle my butt off, and, and you know, I get yeah. by. I'm cool, yeah. but it, I don't make a lot of money. Yeah. I live simple, you yeah. know? So yeah. it was definitely, I think, a devastating blow. Now on the turnaround, Everybody kind of chilled out, got some perspective, and it's starting to come back. Yeah. You know, it's starting to come back. And I'm watching it come back. And some of the bigger bands, you know, it's more like 2021. I'm sorry, 21, 22 still. There's still some big shows are pushed back. But I see larger shows happening, you know, spaced out, outdoors, um, you know, and and I'm rooting for it. You know, obviously, um, you know, safety first. And, you know, so we can all live to jam another day. But, um it's coming back. And yeah, I mean, what a, what a uh, eye opener all that really was. Yeah. You know, it really made me feel fragile for a second. Like one day I felt like, man, I'm beating the odds. I'm getting paid to play my original music and I'm chasing my passion. I'm making money, getting better. Life is good. And then the next day I'm like, oh, how foolish could I be? (laughs) This career is over. I'm (laughs) done. No one wants to hear you play anymore. You're not going to go anywhere. People don't even go outside anymore. I was flipping out, you know? But, yeah. but it did come back. I felt good, um, you know, for what it's worth. Uh, I, w- I was very appreciative of the government. I paid my rent with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I kept yeah. my, my lights on with that yeah. money. Yeah. And, um, 
And actually, some, some people were really great to me, too. Some people just made some contributions. Like, hey, bro, we know what you're going through. And send me a couple hundred bucks. I mean, I yeah. made me feel weird a little bit because I'm yeah. not, like, mo on the monetary y scale like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. wow, did it help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, thanks for buying me groceries this week, dude. I didn't work. You know I'm what I mean? You, those little olive branches really make <laughs> yes. you go. Yes, yes. It was. It, it, it'll, pull, it'll pull you up when you're just thinking. Yeah, yeah. the simplest thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, 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 what, a, what a whirlwind it all yeah. was for everybody yeah. in many yeah. directions. But as far as what we're you know, talking about with the music, it was definitely a lot of like ups and downs and, and then it was starting to come back and you're trying to promote. It's like trying to, it's like trying to uh, Ooh, yeah. hit a moving target. It's yeah. on. It's not on. It's closed. Yeah. It's on. DeSantis says it's on. Nope, it's not on. Oh, it's on. It's on. It's canceled. I mean, I'm making flyers for like two hours a day. On, oh, it's canceled. I'm like, uh, so, and then we, and then, yeah, the moving target stage was the worst. Yeah. And then even when everybody said it was okay, we're back at it. People came out in drones, not wearing masks, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't safe. It was, our it was our business little, manager and I yeah. would be like, it's a spreader event. He's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not going to be there. It's a super spreader. Uh -huh. um, and then people started, you know, they were stir crazy and they wanted to come out and then it wasn't cool. And then my bass player was like, yeah, um, I live with my elderly mom. You need a fill in. I'm not going to come there. Yeah. My drummer's yeah. like, yeah, I live with my chick. She's kind of tripped out. And uh -huh. what am I going to tell uh -huh. these guys? Yeah. Meanwhile, I booked the show. I put in the promotion. I need the money. But they're your bros. You're not. Hey, come on, bro. Just come out and get and just catch the plague for for two hundred bucks. <laughs> come on, bro. I got. I'll give you two hundred bucks to catch the plague. You know what I'm saying? It was ridiculous. Yeah. So it turned into all these like solo shows, which I'll tell you right now. I don't enjoy playing solo. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of work. I'd rather play with a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. share the town. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I'll do it, but you know, it's just a lot of work when you're working. And um, it was a, a weird event, like private parties. People mm -hmm. were just throwing their own socially mm -hmm. distanced parties because mm -hmm. there was nothing to do and everybody yeah. wanted to hang out. So those yeah. were, we had a couple classic socially distanced private events yeah. and a couple weird like solo duo trio events, like whoever I could get had to hire whoever was brave enough to come out, <laughs> you know, and that was weird. Yeah. So it was weird. I'm so I glad. Know, I'm so glad. I'm so it glad it's weird. over. People are like, this is the Bryce Allen trio? Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah he doesn't know the songs. He, we just, we just called him up real quick. I mean, but I can't help but notice that you are, I feel like we both are, but then there's still this little slash and or question mark coming up in my mind. We're both kind of saying, aren't, aren't we glad that's over? Right. But when I turn on the news, it ain't over. It's not over. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. I should be, yeah, I should be more so, specific. No, it's not over. But, but, but I, yeah. Yeah. It's I think an interesting thing, isn't it? Cause I mean, yeah. I, I know again, location has a lot to do with it. Yes. What yes. the local governance is has yes. a lot to do with it. Yep. So that's a big thing. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm tiptoeing a little bit because I know people are listening that are in California, yeah, up in New York, yeah, over in Texas, yeah, um, and they're mad. They're mad that we're doing this, that we're having a good time yeah. in Florida, and I don't blame them. They're concerned because yep. they're yep. connected to it. I yep. get it. I get yep. it. My mom thinks I'm crazy. Yeah, she's like, you went out to a restaurant? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. You know? Yeah. Late seventies, sitting in her house <laughs> since since for a yep. year. Doing nothing. I feel Scared. for, I know, I, I mean, I, I'm not proposing I have an answer here. No, me neither. Or a solution. There is a lot of optimism yes. here. So I guess mm -hmm. if anything, that's what I feel like is important to share is that there is optimism. Yep. There's optimism. There is that's optimism. one thing. You can, there's optimism, and I mean, um, you know, I wasn't on the news today, but I believe <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like to get factual <laughs> in this world because you know, I'll get a thousand darts in my neck in like two seconds if I say <laughs> something wrong. So, but it, it is seemingly that the numbers are going down, and we are getting a grip yes. on this thing. Yes. Now, yeah. granted, 
that's through the media. So yeah. who knows what's really going yeah. on? Yeah. But however, it seems consecutively across the way on the media board that the numbers are going down. And, you know, so I feel good about that. People, I think this has actually health-wise brought up a good awareness. Like, hey, dude, wash your hands, keep your space. You know what I mean? Uh, you exercise know. regularly. Exit, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, get that's, outside and yep. exercise. Yeah, yeah. I think it's brought a, a good. Um, I think it's brought some good. If there was any silver lining to this, you know, yeah, yeah, this bomber, yeah. I think it yeah. might be that it, yeah. it's, it's brought some uh, awareness. You know, I, I agree. Mm -hmm. That's cool, Bryce. Man, cool. We got to touch upon the beach. We got to touch upon your history of music. We got to touch upon current situation. Yeah. What's going on? A little bit yeah. about the future, but reeling it back into the present. Yep. Um, man, I feel like, you know, I want to go a little bit into the past. Yep. And just bring up, I remember playing music with you. And having that thought that Bryce is gonna Bryce is gonna go big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, and so it is a really pleasure to it is a real pleasure to been able to watch your evolution oh, and, thanks, and how it's how it's evolve how it's evolving, and I feel really appreciative for the chance to get to hang out and have long term bro. relationship, long term Likewise. friendship. Yes, and um. You know, the other day when I got to come over and, and you said, yeah, man, I'll make some music for your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to watch your your skill and technique uh, was just really cool, man. Oh, I mean, bro, it was a real privilege. It was a real privilege. Oh, bro, thanks. It was so good to be in the jam situation. Like, we used to hang out when we were kids, so it was, like, really... Really great to rekindle that energy because, you know, you're, you're a musician and a very creative soul yourself. So to be able to share that when we were young and then after all these years and doing it again, it was, it was very nice. You can know, I very nice. can I share with the folks one of your tricks? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, which one, man, which yeah. one? <laughs> you're like, uh-oh. Don't tell them how I did it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was taking a piece of tape and tearing uh, it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Can, yeah. I, can, I, can I tell them that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's no big secret, right? Oh, it's no big secret. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, keyboard, taking a piece of tape, figuring out a melody, putting a piece of tape on the keys that you know you're going to keep hitting, and then just getting that little pattern down, yeah. a little rhythm, whether yep. you were playing like drum, percussion, a flute yep. sound. Uh, yep. Because what's cool is that it's obviously the music equipment that we're working yeah, with the nowadays. the technology we work totally with is totally It's almost too much. It's almost overwhelming. You, you almost get lost in, yeah. in the awesomeness and, and you have to you know, forget your path. Like it's yeah. really, you saw yeah. the, the yeah. sounds are vast. Yeah. Yeah. They're all yeah. accessed through a keyboard. They can all be manipulated yeah. Um, yeah. for the home studio these yeah. days, you yeah. know. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> you're fine man um yeah that was really fun i really enjoyed that um yeah the tape's funny i'll take you even further down that rabbit hole the tape's really funny because we have this big high-tech keyboard and some of those uh flute rhythms we were putting in there were to very interesting um indian scales that i don't know as an american reggae rock musician right but the computer the, the computer within the keyboard actually lights up these scales you know so technically um Technically, I should understand the keyboard like I do a guitar, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really primitive to just ignore the lights on the keyboard and just really put the tape on there and then build my own melody within, you know, this Indian scale because yeah. I don't want it to yeah. sound. I just don't want to take something from somebody. I want to apply myself and put it through a creative filter. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're primitive. We just put the tape on there and I, we knock I like it, it out. Yeah, I, thought, <laughs> I felt like I brought a bit of the, uh, yeah. 
the coconut husk in on the the session of yeah. <clears throat> getting some raw materials in there. Yeah, let's yep. let's plant it out and then boom, 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 yep. boom. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's cool, that's Bryce. Great. I that's hear you, man. Do you uh, do you teach people? Um, you know, uh, I haven't really. Uh, I've co-written some songs and I've I've helped some folks with some like you know uh, basic guitar stuff. You know, when they get serious on guitar, I I, I point them the way of my guitar of my guitar player yeah. Mike because he's essentially yeah. my teacher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've helped people, uh, I've helped people sing and I've helped people play guitar. That's about it. Nice. You know, yeah. so, um, more like favors for people. I've never been a teacher a lot. Uh -huh, I tell you uh -huh. every guy in my band is a uh -huh, music teacher uh -huh, and uh -huh. I see how they feel about it. Yeah. So I just make my money from the performances, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I would love to share the gift and, yeah, and, and yeah. show somebody the path. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, on yeah. music and anything, you know what I mean? So maybe something in my future about like songwriting, you know, with me, um, I'm kind of like in the music thing, I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, as you know, I play some percussion, mm -hmm. pretty decent. I play some guitar, pretty decent. And I sing pretty decent. But I'm not an amazing guitar player, amazing singer, or an amazing percussionist. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and, mm -hmm. like, and I write songs pretty decent. So I have this thing where over the years I've, I've harnessed uh, some different understandings and things to where I can build something really cool with my skills. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, so I think if I ever taught somebody like really wholeheartedly, I think that's what would be the most valuable thing I could offer was like songwriting and song dynamics and lyrics and like, you know, the building of an idea from mm. the brainstorming mm. to mm. playing the instruments, you know. That's and then when it comes to technical, technical stuff, that's when I would pass it off to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, are your kids picking them up? You know, it's funny. So my son was into it. He, man, he had like guitars and, you know, they grew up with me in diapers jamming for hours a day, um, falling asleep on my pedal board. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was great. Uh, Lyric got into it and then, you know, other things started happening. He's turning into a little boy, kind of dropped it. Same thing I did when I was really little. Yeah. Um, but my daughter has this little voice and I can actually play guitar and she'll sing with me mm. and she's singing. You know, she loves the pop. The kids yeah. love the pop. Everybody yeah. loves the pop. It's just so... Yeah. You know, it just comes at you. It's so catchy and it's yeah. so simple and it's easy to understand. The kids are just like, Phew. they make me listen to it. And um, and uh, so she, I've been working with her. She's got potential. I think we got to record a song with her because she's definitely, be she's in there. Yeah. That's uh -huh. cool. Yep. That's cool. Mm -hmm. On the um, most recent uh, Foo Fighters album, uh, Dave's daughter sang a little bit on there. So cool. I thought that was pretty amazing to, yeah. to oh, hear her great. voice. That would be yeah. a, a cool addition, Bryce. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, teach him young. Yeah, man. I hear you. <laughs> I, you, uh, we obviously are both big Bob Marley fans. Yeah, so that's that's a given. Yeah, and obviously Bob Marley had a big message. Big message, right? Yeah, I think that really set the foundation for everything, right? I mean, the big positive message through the vehicle of enticing beautiful music. You know what I mean? It's just uh, that's where I'm coming from. You know what, what I mean? What is, what, is, what is the part of the message that, that kind of keeps pushing you forward? Like if you were to try to like put it into a cornerstone element, like sure. what, what would be something that, you know, you still think about and or get inspiration from? Like, um, so as far as like where I'm coming from, maybe like spiritually or yeah. something kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You know, man, it's pretty right down the middle. And I don't mean to sound like cliche or anything, but you know, 
I, I, I'm coming from a place of like understanding each other and we're all in this together and, you know, one love and, you know, let's do this. And, you know, I, I've been there, man. And, oh, hey, I understand that. And, hey, I'll listen to you even if I don't agree with you. You mm. know what I mean? Even yeah. if I have a different opinion, I'll be enough of a human to listen to where you're coming from. Maybe it can help me understand. You know, everybody has their guard up. And I and I feel like I, I, my music is my vehicle to combat that, you know? And maybe if I, maybe if I have like, it's almost like a bird calling <laughs> or, you know what I mean? It's like, Maybe if I can like sound a certain way and produce a sound, I can get these people to listen and then just knock them out with a message, you know, and try to be poignant. You know, that's always like when I'm writing, I'm trying to be poignant because anybody can write a lottie, lottie, lottie song. I, I think for me, the music is a message. And I think you just bringing up Bob gets me fired up because that was him. I mean, this guy united people in countries. And I mean, he created a consciousness and a voice for all these people. You know, I'm not trying to claim to do something that legendary, but on the spiritual scale, you know, I, th I think he had it figured out and I definitely followed that path. Like, no, it, people ask me, what's your influence? And I'm like, I know I'm the white guy who plays reggae, Bob Marley, you know, breakout <laughs> yeah. legend. But, but, but it's not, yeah. you know, but there's yeah. more than yeah. that. Yeah. When you see something that's that potent, what else do you want to do? You yeah. Go sing yeah. songs about my proms and, you know I mean? Yeah. I just want people to relate, you know yeah. what I mean? I just want people yeah. to relate to each other. I want them, I want, um, I want togetherness. I want unity. There's so much unnecessary, unnecessary black energy. People not understanding that we're the same. We come from the same thing and just, ugh. Like, where do we start, dude? You know, where's, of all these opinions in this world and all this stuff, where's the middle, man? Where's the middle place that we can exist and go from there? Is there yeah. a middle, dude? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this big world and all these people, is there a middle? You know what I mean? So great question, but that's where I'm coming from, great man. Point, I, you know, Bryce. I want to, I, I want to give something back, you know? Yeah. I found over the last, uh, like this last year, uh, listening to Bob more and more. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, you want to be diverse and listen to lots of, of different course. things, but yeah. I'm back on I feel train. like I keep coming back to Bob and listening to his lyrics and like how I used to interpret them <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. And now when I was listening to him this last year, I was like, did Bob know this was going to happen somehow? Yeah, and I uh, I, his stuff is so It's like powerful. a forever message. It's like a forever incredible. message. I think he was a yeah. genius. Yeah. I think I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really he really laid it out there. You know, um, satellite radio, I, you know, I'm suckered into that because I love all sorts of different kinds of music, but they have a Bob Marley channel and it just, yeah, yeah. I, I might as well just glue yeah. my radio <laughs> knob on there <laughs> I know. and just listen to it all the time. I was glad when they switched it from the reggae channel to, yeah, the, to the yeah, tough gong channel. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and when, in the middle, in the middle of COVID, in the dark fear when everyone was shut down. Um, I found on Spotify the complete Bob Marley collection. Oh, and it was yeah. like three days of yeah. everything he had yeah. ever done. And I yeah. was like, oh. and I just let it rip. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> so great. But you know, yeah. Bob was definitely yeah. the biggest influence. I've had other influences, you know, like uh, I'm a big Jane's Addiction fan. You know, I used to love Perry Farrell. I still love Perry Farrell and the rock world. So great. Um, you know, again, I'm gonna say it for the third time in this interview, uh, did you in see this podcast. Did you see Jane's Addiction live when they play oh. Lollapalooza back Oh in? yeah, I, so I saw the very first Lollapalooza in Massachusetts when I was like 17, 16 years old. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I was- Those hooked. guys were pretty insane live, Insane, right? that yeah. he is such, he, he is so great. Um, I, and then I, I followed Jane's Addiction like we'd follow the dead back yeah. in the day. I probably went to 20 Jane's Addiction shows, met Perry, you know, got really close to the flame, was really excited, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, a, a lot of great, you know, I, I'm a big like Stevie Wonder fan. Like I said before, I love yeah. a lot of like, you know, R&B and rhythm and blues and the rock. I, I love all the spectrum of music. I think if, and if, and if any music 
I love any music that's a, a vehicle for something positive. You know, I mean, that, that's true. I don't care what it is, or how it sounds. You know, I mean, that's that's where I'm coming from. You know, I, I have a problem with some of the some of the music that has a negative message because you're like, I'm almost like I want to grab the artist by the shirt and be like, dude, you're using it wrong. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you mm. think, no, bro, mm. you're not, that's not, I'm very opinionated about that music is a vehicle for something greater. You know, I mean, it's mm. like a syncopated vibration. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Something yeah. really special is going on when music's happening. And if you're dropping ignorance over that, I have a problem with it. You know, I, yeah. I, I want to help that person. Yeah. <laughs> I hear a lot of this rap stuff and maybe I just don't understand it. And I don't want to be judgmental, yeah. but I'm like, bro, I'm not pulling anything forward from your story when you're just like dissing everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I want to understand it. Where are you coming from? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah. cool, Bryce. I hear you, man. That's, that's to, to think of it as a vehicle. There's a neat element in the yoga world where, there's there, there's this idea that there's a method of yoga for every individual. And so sometimes people think yoga is just like doing yoga postures, but there's hatha yoga, which is yoga posturing and using breathing and meditation. And there's uh, karma yoga, where you develop a practice out of um, giving and receiving or, or giving without expectation of receiving. There's nice. um, raja yoga, which is uh, prim primarily around meditation and centering the mind and there's another style called bhakti yoga and which is considered a yoga of devotion and so a lot of bhakti yogis are they use song as their form of oh, yoga wow. mm -hmm. so and other ways of devotion could be like picking a flower and putting it on an altar or, uh, you know, at a picture of someone that you love or care about is like kind of showing devotion and appreciation. Cool. <clears throat> I, th I feel like you, you're a bhakti yogi, whether you know it or not. <laughs> and, and what you're talking about, the, the music being a vehicle in bhakti yoga, there's this idea of that, you know, just chanting words or names of people that you have respect for, that you feel are someone that you can look toward for respect and for guidance. Oh, wow. And that by chanting something that has that powerful vibration over mm -hmm. and over again is yes. how you bring it into reality. Yep. So I like the fact that you mm. brought up how important maybe if you if we're listening to really negative messaging to listen to positive messaging Definitely. and then just observe like does yeah. that change the way that i'm going about my day right? does that yeah. change the way that yeah. i'm you know yeah how <laughs> does it affect with me people yeah. has affect me the action reaction of that yeah. i think it is i mean you know i hate to say it but i i i uh, uh my young son is falling into like the, the i the lyrics are not appropriate and mm. I, you know i'm the last person that wants to censor anyone music yeah. and if i tell him he yeah. can't listen to it he's gonna love it more it's gonna become the yeah. forbidden dance you know what yeah. i mean and so, yeah. so I try to please it, but I, I just hear what's coming out these days and maybe I'm getting older, but, but it, you know, I, I can't find the positivity in it and it worries me because the music itself has this magical vehicle thing happening and the people get sucked up into that. And then the message is really negative and, 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 and uneventful, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't really take yeah. anything forward. You know, you can tap your foot to it, but you can't really take anything forward. I mean, again, that's me in my opinion, you know? But, you know, if you listen to the song yourself, we might share that same opinion. And many people listening would probably share the same opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, It's just my opinion, but I bet you'll probably but agree with me. <laughs> it's probably the majority of opinions, okay? It's not right, but and it's probably the majority of opinions. there lies the problem. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm exactly. Kidding. I'm joking, Bryce. Well, mm. on that note, I just want to express my appreciation 
Likewise, bro. Thank Likewise. you for coming good to be in. Here. Good to be here in the moment and with you. And I feel like you've been blasting me with some good positive vibes <clears throat> all day. Oh, Can you give us sure. one last little burst and then we'll, we'll yeah, pack one, it up? One more <laughs> little burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, I just want to say thank you for having me. Spending time with you is amazing. And I, I hope a couple people can listen and, and learn and grow from this or share something or we can like move you in some way. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to go out with a, with a powerful burst saying, man, it's, it's all going to be okay as it was in the beginning. We just didn't know it. And, um, you know, it's just to keep following our trap, our paths and, and keep going towards the light. And, um, you know, I, I, I try to live my life unattached to anything suffering, you know, whether, whether that's diet or, um, actions or people, you know, I stay away from toxic people. There's a lot of contrast in the world these days. I, I think people in general, you got to, there's more population on this earth and there's more opinions than ever. I think you should always stand firm in your opinion, but I think you have to be a little able to bend in this day and age. You know, going back to the metaphor, the big storm comes, that big redwood, crack, it goes down, but the grass, it, it, it flows a little bit, it survives, and the big storm goes past, the grass is still there. You know, and I feel like myself in, the, in this world, there's a lot of stuff going on, different people trying to understand different people and all this, and just, man, just... You know, just be in the moment, be able to flex like the grass a little bit, stay with the positive, stay with the light, and we're going to be all right. You know, it's going to be good. Yeah, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. Man, this is great. We'll do it again. Yeah, for sure. You know it. Stay tuned for new conversations and new tracks. Check out <laughs> com. Until next time. Yes, for sure, bro. Thanks, Bryce. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for joining our discussion today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to give credit to the music, Bryce Allen Band. Thank you so much for making us some fresh sounds for us. Check them out, BryceAllenBand.com. Remember, you can visit us at NativeYogaCenter.com. I have a special for live stream. If you, no matter where you live, you can join with us some yoga classes and you can try us out two weeks free go on our website nativeyogacenter.com on the home page there's a link try live stream two weeks free click it and off you're off and running <laughs> all right thanks everybody until next time be well